Do you go with the flow? Join us each week as we take one topic from classical Christian education and ask ourselves whether or not we're going with the flow. Welcome back to Going With The Flow. My name is Tyler. And I'm Eric. Eric, what are we talking about today? We are we are going to blow your minds. Okay, I, maybe I like that. It, we, we like blowing minds. That's good. Uh, maybe, that's, maybe that's an overstatement. But uh, we, so the last couple of weeks, we have interviewed current students at the River Academy. Yeah. And we started with seniors and then last week with the athletes. Yep, with athletes. And, and the, the way that I think of this series is this is us kind of um, opening our, uh, so it's kind of like getting a financial audit where you just open your books to, to, you know, the outside world and say, Hey, look, are we doing it? Yeah. Are we doing it correctly? Well, in the same way, what I'm doing or what we're doing is we're opening our, our books to you to say, Hey, is it working? You know? So we, we've got these big aspirations as a school. We want to educate the next generation of Christian leaders. And so what better way to find out if it's actually working than to ask the students that we're aiming to impact. So and with that said, I, I have to admit that it makes me a little bit nervous because it's, yeah, I, I, I talked to all of them and it was like, I, we said, be honest. And they were pretty honest. Yeah, And we, we did not, we did not tell them to put a rosy glow over anything. Yep. It was just, you know, yeah, be honest, give us the honest feedback. And by the way, we're going to record it for posterity's sake. So <laughs> and post it, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And post it on the internet, which is horrible. Uh, if if they say something that is is not flattering to us, but yeah. but it's worth it because in the end, what we really want to know is are, are we being effective at educating the next generation of Christian leaders? And so we've heard from some of our current students who yep. are feeling you know blessed by their time at the River Academy, but we thought we need to hear from some of our graduates. Have they? have they come to appreciate their education that they received at the river Academy yeah. now that they're in college. So today we have kind of a fun episode where we interview two of our graduates from last year, Easton Hudson and Elise Payton. And they are going to talk about, did we prepare them well? And, and you're going to hear some about uh, us preparing them academically. So they're going to kind of tell the truth of whether or not we helped them or hindered them in their college aspirations and their pursuits. But then you're also going to hear, are we, you know, did we equip them to stand firm in their faith and to, uh, and to be Christian leaders on their campuses. So I'm really excited for this episode and I hope that you enjoy it. Tyler, I'm going to let you do the interviewing today because you've got relationship with these students and it'll be, I think it'll be easier to to do it that way. So I'm going to toss it to you. Great. Easton, we're going to talk to you about uh, your time at the River Academy. You graduated not long ago. Um, just tell us about yourself. When did you graduate? Where are you now? How long did you attend TRA? All that fun stuff. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Easton Hudson. Um, I'm at Eastern Washington University now. I'm a freshman, so I graduated in 2019. And I was at the River Academy since kindergarten. So You're there for forever. Years. Yeah. 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 Uh, how does it feel to be, how does it feel to be out? How does it feel to be at a new, in a new place? It feels good. Um, it was a little, 
a little different at first, which is what you expect when you're leaving yeah. a school as small as the River Academy. And I've talked to some people and they're all very surprised that my graduating class was 15 kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think our biggest yeah. one too. That's our biggest graduating yeah. class of 15. Yeah. I met one other person who graduated with five people. Wow. Shoot. So, but yeah. Well, yeah. hey, that's, at least that's smaller than you. That's the, that's the best part. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, uh, so one of the things we want to talk about um, is, is basically just, okay, you've been out for, for six months. Where are you at as a, as a TRA graduate? Um, so essentially, like what we, what we try to do at the River Academy is to teach you how to think, how to learn for yourself, to give you tools for lifelong learning. Um, but it doesn't have to necessarily be just like, you know, did, did your math class prepare you for math classes in college? Like it doesn't have to be specifically like a one-to-one type of thing, but more like, being prepared or, or, uh, or taught how to learn and how to, um, how to be learners. Do you feel like you were prepared for that? How, how was your transition from TRA to college? Okay. So I definitely felt prepared when I came to school. Um, so my freshman writing class right now is pretty much the same thing as rhetoric one was my junior year. So I, everything's not new to me, um, in that English class which I've really appreciated. Um, but no, you definitely feel prepared after you leave the river. Um, your worldview, definitely. Um, it's, it's a little surprising because you, you know, like for me, so I was, I participated in sports and stuff outside of the river. So I saw kind of what outside of the Christian bubble was, which is what my thesis was on. It was your thesis. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so it wasn't too shocking to me, but this many people and Eastern's a pretty small school, Yeah. but this many people with such different worldviews, um, it's definitely a lot different, but you definitely feel prepared. Like it's not overwhelming. Um, but yeah, I definitely felt prepared and I do feel prepared now with all my classes, um, time management, I learned that at the river a little bit, but I've improved on that since. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> learned uh, it, but now you're living it out. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Uh, well, what about, um, what about the, the worldview? You, you kind of opened those doors and that's, that's a huge, that's a big thing. I mean, obviously, like you said, we're, mm-hmm. we're in our small, you know, we're literally in a church basement and, uh, and now you're at, at Eastern. And um, what is that like? What is it like to, be interacting just constantly regularly. Um, yeah. With, with just a wide range, a wider range of, of worldviews than you had here. Yeah. It's different. It's definitely different because a lot of people here, they don't, when they think of Christians, they think of the people that stand on the street corners with the big megaphones and the really big signs and just are yelling at people. Um, and that's, as everybody knows, that's not, that doesn't go for the entire body of believers, but, um, it is different. It, a lot of people are definitely not huge on the religious thing, let alone Christianity. Um, I've had some good conversations with people. Um, I think the second week of school, I was with some of my friends, we just started talking about stuff like controversial topics and Christianity came up. Nice. And um, one of my friends and I, we just, we had some good answers and they weren't attacking us or anything, but it, it was, was, it was a real conversation. It, yeah. For, yeah, definitely. It was, it was good. It was awesome, but it is, it's not too, it's not a whole lot different. Um, just being around the people 
it's yeah it's you, you gotta get used to it because i know a couple weeks ago there was a protest on campus and there were some those loud christian people getting up in people's faces and two oh, christians protesting yeah well no <clears throat> well they were out there protesting and then a very large portion of our student body went down and it was just mm. yelling back and yeah it was crazy but yeah <laughs> it's it's different but it's not it's not bad at all it's fun i enjoy it because good i like talking to people about their different worldviews and as long as they're not gonna go at it at a straight argument point if we can just have a conversation about it and yeah like actually having the discussion see, yeah why you believe what you believe yeah um that's what i enjoy about it great and was that something that you that you felt like uh you know we gave you the tools and i know that's what we aimed for so so really be honest like yeah we aimed for that did you did we give you the tools to be able to do at least to be able to start that I mean, obviously you're going to still learn and figure out what that what that looks like in in reality but how do you how do yeah. you feel prepared um, so Misty's apologetics class yeah. was big for me last year. And I actually, I talked to Misty about this a little bit, but Good. it didn't really look like I was paying attention, but I was paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> we, we knew you were deep down, deep down yeah. paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, the apologetics and doctrine really helped me out. Good. Um, yeah, for sure. And in what way can you, can you elaborate? Like what, how did those, how did those two classes? Cause those are two classes. Maybe even if you can describe what those classes are, those are two classes, not many schools have. So like what's yeah. doctrine aimed to do? What does apologetics aim to do and how does it help? Yeah. You? Okay. So apologetics is kind of how to defend the Christian faith. Um, and so just the different books you read last year, like the case of Easter, the case for Easter was big for me last yeah. year. That, that was, that was big. Um, just the books that we read in the class from C.S. Lewis and uh, we read tactics and um, those books were just helpful for the, they just had good points that I'd never really thought about. Yeah. Um, and, but yeah, so that's how the, that class is helpful. And then doctrine, um, just being like interpreting the Bible. Is that an accurate way to put it? Totally. Yeah. Like I think a, thinking through like, what are the, <laughs> the the essentials of your christian faith sort of yeah 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 and so just walking through that and just kind of simplifying big big topics in the bible that are kind of hard to understand yeah um and then but being able to communicate them in a practical way nice and what would you uh I wasn't thinking about that until you just said like these, those are two classes that are um, especially doctrine. Doctrine's a hard class. Like it's, mm -hmm. it's not always the most um, like you're reading a lot of books and you're, mm -hmm. you're digging through scripture. It's not always the most like exciting class. Um, yeah. And I know your, your class, especially, you know, you guys had, you had some times <laughs> where you, you had some fiery disagreements. Like, um, yeah. and so I guess with that, what would you say to students in doctrine and students in apologetics? Um, what would you say to them about like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's as, as big as like, you know, uh, pushing, just, you know, keep your head down, push through, or what would you say to the students in those classes who are maybe are having a harder time? Yeah, it's, it's hard because I was definitely there. Yeah. Doctrine, especially I had a hard time in doctrine yeah. just staying like, it wasn't the most interesting class to me at the time. And it was definitely hard to, to focus up, but I would, I would just say, yeah, try, try your best 
because it's sophomores, right? Sophomores? Uh, juniors. Juniors do doctrine. Juniors? And seniors okay. Do apologetics. apologetics. Okay. But yeah, juniors, they, my, atten- my attention span is still terrible. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it maybe it wasn't entirely the class. <laughs> no, maybe you no. <laughs> I just, I can't read books for a yeah. long periods of time. Yeah. Um, but I would, it's definitely worth paying attention to. If those two classes, I would say that if you're going to pay attention to two classes at the River Academy, pay attention in Doctrine and Apologetics. Nice. Because those two classes are very, very helpful when you get out of the River Academy. Solid. Well, my, uh, I've got two, two final questions. One's on, uh, on leadership. You sort of already answered this, but, um, you know, one of the aims that we try to do, it's, it's kind of the subtitle of the school is, uh, educating the next generation of Christian leaders. Um, mm-hmm. and you've, you've sort of talking, you've, that you've been, you've had the opportunity to have some conversations with, um, you know, with your friends and, uh, and people, you know, off at college. And you were certainly a leader here. Easton was a house leader. Um, he was a, a leader in his class. Um, have you, have you seen any translation, I guess, from the, from the river? And it doesn't have to be the same, like one-to-one, you know, but have you, have you found leadership opportunities even in, in small ways while you're at school? Yeah, I'd say a little bit. I mean, it's not, it's a little bit different because it's such a, on a larger scale. So yes. to be like, to be in an effective, I, I guess effective is not the right word, but um, a bigger leadership opportunity. Sure you need to be like student body president or yeah, stuff that like that. Huge. But yeah, I'd say there's, there's definitely ways you can lead on a smaller scale here. Um, I'm playing club lacrosse Sweet. here. So I've just kind of interacted with some guys and there. A lot of the people, a lot of my teammates haven't necessarily played lacrosse before. Um, nice. I think so it, it's me. And then the president of the club are the only two that have really played competitive lacrosse before. Wow. Some people have picked up sticks before and stuff, but for the most part, there's really just two, two or three of us that have played before. So just being able to bring them along, um, teach them how to play lacrosse. Nice. Um, just being with friends, I guess, just living by, living by example. Like, sure. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of people are surprised that I'm a Christian when I tell them, just because they don't. I'm not. You're not preaching to them to every day. This, but yeah, no, and I'm not, I don't, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm not a very, I don't know. I've been, I've been outside the river. So I, I don't know. I don't want to come across. I don't know. But <laughs> I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say. But I guess I'm not the typical, what they think of a Christian in their head. Right. Yes. You're not the stereotypical I guess, Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and do you think that's a good thing? Yeah, I think it is because I think it it shows that not all Christians are um, the stereotypical Christian. Yeah. Um, People can be different than that, but still live a life for Christ and show others what that means. Um, Awesome. So, yeah, I I would say there are definitely leadership opportunities outside. Great. Yeah. My last last question, uh, and this is, you know, this is the be honest one, but uh, you know, it could, it could be that gut punch maybe, but uh, would you do it all over again? Like what, was it worth it to graduate from TRA? And, and I know you, you especially you've been there for so long or been here for so long. You had been really mm-hmm. struggling sometimes with being here. Cause it was the same, you know, for, for years, you know, with a little bit of perspective on it, was it worth it to, to actually walk through the, you know, walk through those doors to, to walk across that stage in the end to graduate? I would say, yeah. 
there were definite, definitely moments where I did not want to be there. Um, a lot of my uh, close friends were at the high school and I played lacrosse with a lot of close friends. Um, but I would say in the end, it was definitely worth graduating from the river. There's not really any other place like it. Um, yeah, we're, the relationships, we're for sure. The relationships that I've made there, um, I know will stick with me for a lifetime. I know that if I ever needed anything, I could call Mrs. Kempel. I could call you. Yep. I could call Mr. DeVries. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys would do anything. Um, but I would definitely say it was worth it. In a moment, it I didn't think it was worth it. <laughs> yeah, it's but, hard when you're in it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I was I'm glad I graduated from the river. Um, but yeah, so it was it was worth it. It's awesome. hard, but if you can stick with it, it's it, yeah, it is be, hard. Let's be, be we, we don't want to be yeah, we don't want to <laughs> fake that. That's it is it is a little difficult to be at the river yeah. sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. All right, thanks, yeah. Easton. That was uh, that was fantastic. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, with us today, we have Elise Payton. She's a recent graduate from the River Academy. Uh, and we're going to talk to her sort of about the, the same stuff we've been talking about, kind of just the effects that, that the River Academy um, has had on her. You know, does she feel prepared? You know, what just what is uh, how is she feeling as a recent high school graduate um, and, and a freshman in college? How is she feeling about um, just what it's like to transition out of the River Academy? So, Elise, how are you doing? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? I am fantastic. Not not at all tired after a school day. And you just came from class too, right? Yes, I did. <laughs> awesome. Well, at least introduce everybody to yourself. Um, uh, how you, what did you graduate? Where what are you doing right now? All of that fun stuff. Who are you? What are you doing? Um, yeah, I graduated last year, so 2019. I was at River Academy for all of high school, so four years. And right now, I'm at the University of Washington, Seattle, and potentially double majoring in psychology and law societies and justice. That's fun. So, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, that's, was, what was that transition like, I guess, between from the River Academy? And you, you were in the River Academy only for four years. It's not like you were there from kindergarten, but you were in private Christian school your entire time, right? Um, yes. So I used to live in Ellensburg, so I went to a private Christian school there as well. Um, and I switched to River Academy. It was good. UW. The transition from has, the river to UW? Yes. Yeah, sorry. Um, UW specifically kind of has a reputation of being really difficult, I think. I was warned by a lot of people that it would be really hard. Um, so I had a little bit of an idea that it wasn't going to be easy, but honestly, it's about what I expected. Um, I think River Academy, especially as someone who's more geared towards humanities, so reading, logic, rhetoric, that kind of thing. Um, it really helped me get an idea for what college level reading and writing and reasoning expects, I guess. Nice. Uh, so would you say you were prepared in terms of tools that you were, that you were given or tools that you learned um, while you were here? What about, can you, can you speak to those a little bit more? You said the humanities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just kind of what tools did you glean over the last few years that have kind of helped prepare you? Yeah, um, thesis especially. You're welcome. Plug thesis. <laughs> um, yeah, but honestly, learning how to write a solid thesis statement and what is a thesis and what is not a thesis mm. is actually really important, especially for English classes and 
Um, my Law Societies and Justice class is really similar to kind of the rhetoric, rhetoric classes that River has. There's a lot of conversation, a lot of debate, um, kind of roundtable discussion kind of idea. So having an idea of how a discussion works and how to read the room, how how to talk when you're with other people and how when to stop talking is helpful. Mm. Yeah. Um, especially in a like an academic setting. So I think the roundtable discussions are really good. Learning how to write a thesis, outlining essays is really helpful. That saves me a lot of time. Planning? What? Yeah, I know, I know, crazy. <laughs> but having like a concise way to outline your ideas, that's really helpful. Especially when you have an essay that you really don't want to write, but you need to get it done. You just kind of do it a lot faster if you yeah. have an outline. Nice. Yeah. Well, it's, and even with that, you're just the law societies and justice reminds me. So you, uh, you know, you were with our mock trial. You were one of our lead attorneys for yeah. mock trial. You did that for a long yes. time. Was there an influence or a, a, you know, did one lead to the next? Um, I would say, yeah, I am naturally a more introverted person. So the idea of debate and like standing in front of a courtroom was not always ideal for me. <laughs> yes. But I love the the reasoning to it and the process and the critical thinking that's involved with it. Um, and the LSJ, Lost Size and Justice LSJ program here uh, is really similar to that. And yeah, I like law, but I'm more interested in how people are affected by law. Sure. Than Rather than becoming a lawyer specifically. Is that what you're right. saying? Yeah. 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 Well, and at least you, you won a pretty decent scholarship. You, you were, I would, I would say like we, we won, you know, our mock trial team won essentially yeah. the two best attorney prizes in the state for mock trial. We had, we had one of our, our students named um, best attorney and then you won the scholarship for yeah. being a great attorney. So that was a good uh, year. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty awesome. That was last year at our state yeah. competition. So yeah. um, yeah. Mock great. Do mock trial. <laughs> there you go. That's what I was looking for. Uh, what about uh, what about worldview? Uh, you know, so we, we're, we're talking um, we're talking academics. We're talking being prepared and stuff like that. What about worldview? Do you feel like, um, well, one, are you being challenged while you're there? Or is it? And that doesn't mean like you mm-hmm. know, slam slam UW or where, wherever you're at. But like, right. are, are you are you coming up against you know? I guess some of the scenarios we talk about or that we forecast a bit while you're while we're here of just having your brain turned on and and stuff like that. Um. Yes and no. There's, I mean, there's always going to be people whose political views are different than yours. And I've definitely seen that a lot more, especially in Seattle, just because it tends to have a different political side than Wenatchee. Um, But I mean, that, that can't be helped. That's expected. It's going to be wherever you go, you're going to encounter different political views. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I did actually, I was going to say no, but I did actually talk to a guy. um, He was holding a sign on campus and on one side was supposedly all the things that Islam teaches and the other side was like Jesus saves like repent and that kind of thing um and I did actually talk to him one of the other girls in my class um, that walked out with me she went to a classical Christian school as well oh wow um so we were both kind of a little heated about it (laughs) (laughs) we kept ourselves toned down there you go logic listened to what he had to say (laughs) but it was really interesting to, to talk to someone because he genuinely considered that to be the most effective form of evangelism. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, plug for Ms. Z's apologetic class, but right. honestly having a class where you can look at other religions and other worldviews objectively 
rather than just being like, well, they're kind of stupid. So like, I don't know why they think that, but objectively looking at them and saying, well, I can see why you would want to believe that, or I can see how you could come to believe that is really helpful. Um, because instead of just getting heated and arguing, taking the time to sit and right. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, even in classes, if like the subject or LSJ, we talk about the prison system and informal social control. And so people have all kinds of opinions of is death penalty right? Or is life without parole? Okay. Um, but even just those kind of situations where listening to why they believe what they believe is a lot more effective. Um, and it's really interesting if you take the time to do it. Yeah. So I think that was like a way that was really helpful. Right. You guys prepared before. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. good. No, that's awesome. That's, that's really good. And, and uh, honestly, Easton said very, very similar things uh, mm-hmm. with, with Missy's um, apologetics class. Apologetics is our 12th grade Bible class. And, and yeah, it's the, the aim. Well, I guess you, you tell me what, what's the aim of the, of apologetics? What's its goal? What, what were we trying to get you? <laughs> well, I, I would say its goal is to, um, to create Christian leaders who are capable of listening in ways that people will talk and asking questions to guide discussion rather than just, well, I think we called it steamrolling rather than just like yeah. steamrolling other people's ideas. Hitting somebody and, with the Bible and, and walking away. Yes, yeah. exactly. What's effective evangelism? What counts as the actual gospel? Like what are we actually trying to give Great. people the hope of? So, yeah. Well, and before that, is there, you know, I'm thinking also doctrine. Did doctrine kind of lay some groundwork as well? Yeah. Doctrine's really good. Um, it, it's tough. It's a hard class. It's great. It's It's not hard, like, academically I'd say it's more because he cares so much about how you think and he is so invested in your ability to critically think Mm -hmm. um he expects a lot of you but that's because he knows you can do it kind of thing yeah um doctrine was good because again it's objectively looking at what the bible teaches and what we actually believe um and how to defend that honestly it comes into play with apologetics a lot nice um well, that's, that's honestly really, that's really good to hear. That's good. Uh, those are both in our 11th uh, ones. Uh, doctrines are in our 11th grade. Uh, apologetics is in our 12th grade. Um, and that's really, that's what we aim for. We aim for like 11th and 12th grade is where things start to come together. Like all of mm-hmm. the disparate things that we've been doing throughout the River Academy's time. Um, whether you're there starting in ninth grade or you're starting there in kinder prep, you know, it's, uh, we try to bring it all together there. And, and really with the aim, you're, you're going to, it's not just to send you to another Christian school afterward, but right, hey, you're, yeah. you're going out into the world. That's awesome. Well, yeah. um, so this is our, our big question that, that we're coming at uh, and, and be, be brutal, be honest. Uh, would you, <laughs> if, if you were to do it all over again, uh, you know, I guess was, and I know it wasn't as much of an option for you because your mom worked at the river Academy, but would you, was it worth it to graduate from TRA? Would you do it again? Um, if you, if you had to, had it all over to do it over again? Yeah. One thing I will say that was a little rough is coming in with basically zero credit, um, <laughs> just because the AP. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, the AP classes at River are almost non-existent. <laughs> yeah, we're, we are working on that. Yeah, but it is true. I mean, it, it's it is is a slow process, but we're um, we're actually picking up steam on that. We've got two, I think, this year. I'm going to start oh, shifting one of mine over um, to. Okay. I'm going to shift my rhetoric to to BAP. That's actually the plan. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong. That, so I guess, so speak to that a little bit. Is that, yeah. you know, um, 
that's that's a tough thing. That's something that that turns people away. It gets people to mm-hmm. to consider going to Running Start, um, which is our college, yeah. like a, a two year, fr- essentially free college that you can you can leave your sophomore year and do yeah. that through the community college. What I guess with that with that difficulty, um, what would you tell people um, mm-hmm. who are who are weighing those those issues? Yeah, um, I seriously considered going to Running Start. Yeah. Uh, my sophomore year. Um, something I will say for River, um, me and one other student requested that we could do AP Bio while the rest of our class was doing biology. Right. Um, we both come from different schools, and so we both had taken bio already. Um, and Mrs. Baker was totally supportive of that. She helped us get the textbooks, like laid the program out for us. So I will say that even though, or even if, depending on what programs you have in the coming years, but right. even if they don't have the AP course you're hoping for, odds are they're going to be, you guys are good about supporting your students and um, like helping where you can. So we did kind of teach ourselves AP bio, yeah. but we requested it and it's not like Mrs. Baker was opposed to it at all. Um, no, no, so no, she's, she's great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I would come she into, I love she's awesome. Mrs. Baker's great. Uh, and you know, we come into the library and you, you and the other student were, uh, you would just be, working at your textbook and, and just kind of plugging yep. away and doing your stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's, the, the nice thing too, is that we do have flexibility. It's, it's mm-hmm. not, it's, but, but it's, it is certainly a, a issue that, yeah, we, we don't, we can't offer everything. Yeah. We yeah. also don't have a sports program, which I know is, is the ultimate thing that you were. Hey, um, I played Frisbee. You did. So oh, I, I keep, totally I keep fine. undercutting, <laughs> I keep undercutting ultimate Frisbee, which is great. Frisbee's great. And we are fantastic. We are, we have a good team. We have a solid team. Yeah. We won the That's true. Just saying. <laughs> That's true. Awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, thanks, Elise. Yeah. Uh, I, we really appreciate yeah. you uh, coming on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I just realized I've never answered your question. Um, oh. I would do it again. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's your last question. I would do it again, um, especially because I'm naturally bent towards humanities yeah. and like one-on-one relationships with people. And I think that is really what pulled me out of doing running start and back into river was because I realized some relationships and some of the classes are just so unique. You're not going to get that anywhere else. Um, despite the fact that I don't have as much credit as some of the other kids coming into UW. Right. um, But really it's two years of your life as opposed to potentially taking classes at river that I think are going to help for a lot more than two years. So I think in the end it was definitely worth it. Um, and you know, thesis, thesis is fun. So. <laughs> Definitely not hard at all. And it's not yeah. difficult at all. No, yeah, it's, yeah. A- <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, well, I, even, you know what, we, we keep mentioning thesis and I should have asked Easton. So oh, we, yeah, the same Sorry. thing. Um, but what, can you, I know we're going on. I keep trying to end it, but really actually though, can, can you speak? No, 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 it's fine. Can you, can you speak to thesis even just, and I'm, I'm a little selfish on it cause it's my program, but what, mm-hmm. um, what is what is thesis and what's the point of it? We talked we talked doctrine, we talked apologetics, and it, those those two things are supposed to work hand in hand with thesis. Can you speak to what our thesis program is? What's the what's its goal and kind yeah. of what did you get out of it? Yeah. Um, well, when I graduated, you had sophomore and junior and senior thesis, right? Yes. Okay, and that's still going. Yep, that's still going. Okay, so basically, thesis is you choose a topic in your senior year it can be anything whereas your sophomore junior year it's more limited to what you've studied in class or what your teachers say you can kind of cover um, but senior year you choose a topic that's con- 
controversial um, and you have to pick a side. And then you spend the entire year, which I don't know, you start. I mean, literally the last week of junior year is when I give yeah. it to you. Yeah. Summer going into senior year, you really start. So it's a full year, not just a school year of thinking of a topic, researching your topic, um, narrowing down your topic, and not just having a really broad question like I started out with. <laughs> well, and then everybody started out with, yeah, everybody starts out with a pretty broad topic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so then, yeah, you go through various steps and processes of outlining and collecting quotes and collecting resources. Um, and you learn how to do research and what counts as an educational source and what's not really an actual educational source. Yeah. <laughs> Academic source. Um, and then you put together your argument in the form of a written paper, which I think mine was 30 pages with a yes, workshop, including Despite including my... Page. Yeah, despite my efforts to get you down toward 20, yes, you and a few others just yeah. remained above 30, yeah. Word count, so I went by the word count. <laughs> yes, that's true. And you use big words, so, yeah, so write, it's fine. You write the paper, and then you have a speech or like yeah. a defense that so you give a concise version of your paper as a speech to a panel of um, board members, teachers, I think, I think it's like four that are assigned to your your speech the day of um, and then you give it and then they question you um, and you have to prove why you're right basically or yeah. defend your argument and then anyone in the school can come parents are totally welcome I think community is welcome as well right that's that's my next project is to try and get more community I mean they, it is it's always been open to community but I want to try and see what I can do to encourage the community to come yeah promote it a little more yeah um, yeah you get questioned and then you just get to um, share other parts of your research that maybe didn't make it into the speech itself or answer yeah. questions you hadn't thought of or just say, you know, I don't actually know. That's a great question. Right. Right. But yeah, and what's its ultimate great. goal? Why do we, why do we put you through that ringer? Um, I don't Other know. Other than to torment you. Except you can think critically and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all that fun stuff. Yeah. 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 As a critical awesome. thinking and just being able to defend your ideas in a way that is respectful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Social debating people. So yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, for real then, uh, thanks for coming on the show. I, I re really appreciate it. This yeah, is, this is fantastic. We might have you on for, uh, I would, I, I really want a mock trial uh, episode. So we might grab uh, you for, please? for that one. I, yeah. okay. I really want that one. So. Do that. Awesome. Thanks, Elise. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Going With The Flow, a River Academy podcast. Follow us on Facebook at The River Academy and find us online at www.theriveracademy.org. Also, rate and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts.